Our fifth episode will cover Yeshua's promise of new life. We will be presenting and discussing New Testament scripture to continue our claim that Yeshua was an innocent human being. But I must make it clear to the audience that we regard the modern day text of the New Testament to be an editorialized fraud. All of our presentation in the previous episodes have undeniably proven the truth of our testimony for the innocence of Yeshua, who was a man, not son of God. We reject the concept of the Bible's inerrancy, as it has been argued by heretical theologians who are unwilling to have humility before God and accept correction by the Holy Spirit through prophecy and a true spiritual relationship with God. The Holy Bible is a cursed book, because pagans and heretics have edited the original testimonies and materials so that the book agreed with the pagan ideologies of the failed Roman Empire. The truth is still in the text of the Holy Bible because those early editors were not able to change all of the facts in the testimonials of the apostles. While there are many people today who strive to change history by telling an entirely new version of it, we categorically refuse to accept their so-called wokeness that attempts to whitewash humanity's crimes of pagan idolatry, human slavery, and sexual immorality. What has happened since the time of Jesus is that pagans and heretics have repeatedly modified the testimony of the apostles in an effort to further support their false ideologies, which ultimately blaspheme God's Holy Spirit. Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is an unforgivable sin. Our hope is that the audience will have humility and come to an understanding of how correction through prophecy is a necessity for spiritual growth. In this episode, we will be talking about Mary's paintings. They represent her vision of Yeshua's rule as king over a new earth after Judgment Day. This first painting is kind of a different one. Mary, why don't you tell us about this one? Well, this depicts the bride of Christ coming forth before him, and I've used a symbol of bride in, in painting it. There was also symbols of the church. There's a symbol of the Holy Spirit and the earth and Jesus standing there along with the angels and so forth. This will happen. We will stand as a body before God the Father and Jesus to be accepted as a brand new bride. Yeah, I mentioned this concept of a marriage proposal and betrothal in the previous episode. I think the Lord was trying to tell you this same thing about how the rapture event is like this wedding it's the consummation of heaven and earth that's been in the prophecy of Enoch for a very long time. So you didn't even know about that. I mean, right. you knew what was in the scripture about it. So you painted this whole thing, which really has been regularly spoken even by Jesus and by the prophet to Enoch, that it's the consummation of heaven and earth, you know, where heaven and earth come together. Right. So, and there ultimately will be lots of celebration, feast, dancing, and just more mirth and merriment than anyone might be able to stand. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how long it will last uh, could be eternity. That's know. right. <laughs> That's right. great. So this next painting shows a couple of animals. Tell us about the meaning of this one. Well, this is a lion and a lamb, and this depicts the gentleness and the caretaking of the earth. When the new earth comes about, when it, when this earth is, has healed itself and it comes about, people and animals are going to be as gentle as a lion and as sweet as a lamb. And here's a little boy sitting there playing in their presence. No fear, no harm, just gentleness and love. Yeah. The events occurring in these days of, of the end times are making me want for lions and lambs to lay down together. Yes. This is a great painting. I think the purpose of the vision God gave you to paint this one 
is to assure us that the horrors of war and hatred will be gone from our lives after Judgment Day. Uh, we will finally have peace at last, but never on earth will it be until after Judgment Day. Yes. Uh, our next pain is, I'm calling this a new heaven and a new earth. Is that what this is? I think this is assurance that the earth, to me and to, to anyone that looks at it, that the earth is being protected, that it won't be destroyed. You know, we have had, we have the threat of nuclear war now. We have wars and rumors of wars everywhere. These lights that are on each side of the earth are assuring us that God is going to save this earth, that it will be saved. I kind of get that, too, that uh, doesn't really want to destroy the planet. I mean, our planet is actually really beautiful. We haven't taken care of it, and that's the problem. I think the same thing that happened in Noah's time when the flood came and, and wiped out everybody. It's probably going to be a, a bit harsh this next time around, but uh, I don't think that there is any reason to completely destroy the planet. And I believe that's what you're showing in your painting is that, that God is going to actually protect the planet from complete destruction, right? but that there is going to be that necessity to remove everything that is harming this earth. That's right. So it cannot be, cannot ever go through that again. Cannot ever, not ever go through wars and rumors of wars again. And people will not be allowed to destroy the earth. All right. What about this next painting uh, where it looks like there's scriptures or something? This is a book of life. And I tried to to write some Hebrew symbolism. But the people are multitudes and multitudes of people. Names are written in the book, Lamb's Book of Life. Since the time of Jesus, this book has been there and people's names are in it. This next one. It's again, this is the church before the father. And I use the symbolism of a person and put all these little figures in it. And there is Jesus and he's got his hands up and he says, your father is my church. Yeah, I think this vision of uh, God's holy temple uh, also appears in the book of Enoch in his prophecies. Is that right? Yeah. It's kind of like a renewal of the temple. So after, after it's all over, there's, I mean, after the judgment day, there be this renewal of the temple. And that's what uh, Enoch prophesied, is that the temple would be extremely full. Did You you didn't even know that was in that prophecy. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's actually in the, the book of Enoch, in the prophecy that uh, he looked upon the temple after judgment day, and it was extremely full. So basically, these two paintings where he's showing there's all these people that have their names in the Lamb's Book of Life, and they're in the temple, and there's like no room in there. They're all crowded in there right. in that picture. That's actually from the book of Enoch. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. before the Father, and, and the Father has, has the right to accept them. We are almost at the end of our show, and we have five more of Mary's paintings remaining. I think these last paintings will have a very important message for many people who have come to the understanding that Jesus was not the Son of God because he has always been the rightful heir to the throne of David. These next few paintings have some similarities, and I think people who have been Son of God believers might be confused by what these paintings represent. Please tell us more about them. Well, this is actually the first painting that I did, and it has a a multiple of things in it. It shows his birth, his life, his crucifixion, his resurrection, and, and his return. So here he returns with his crown of life up on his head, the symbolism in the, in the side is, is, is the ascension. Further confirmation that the Lord is coming. Further confirmation of the importance of his life. And further confirmation that we 
should get ready for this return, especially today during with all the tribulation and gone on. And the Holy Spirit will lead us into safety and security in these last days. If we will, like the virgins in the, in the scriptures say, the ten virgins, five had oil in their lamps and five didn't. And the five that did will be led to safety further to doing the things that they need to do at this time. This is the beginning of tribulation. I really believe that it is, and and the earth is is suffering at this time because of the wars that are going on. But Jesus is coming to me and to everyone that looks back. That Jesus is coming. He has his crown of life upon his head, and he has healing in his heart and his hands. So get ready. Yep, be ready. This next painting where uh, looks like Christ is on his throne. Yes, he is. And this this Christ, this Jesus, will be the Lord of the new earth that is coming. And he is, he is king. Um, not a military king, but a spiritual king. And he brings forth life to everybody. He brought forth the Holy Spirit to guide us and teach us. And now he is bringing forth the new earth. Quite a job he has. Now, you're not alone in this belief, but there will be many who say it is not true because that is not in the Bible. But that's, but it really is our understanding in, in this case. You know, this prophecy about a new heaven and a new earth appears in the book of Enoch. It also appears in the Revelation. So it's undeniable that right. our covenant with Christ is to be taken to this new earth where he will reign as king. All right, these last couple of paintings... We'll end our program, but I think uh, there's an important message in them also. So this next painting is actually showing uh, the judgment of the people of the earth. What do you want to tell us about this one? Well, it's got two earths here. The the earth that we're on now and the new earth to come. Uh, the new earth to come is um, not complete yet, and it shows it not being complete. But the earth that we are on now is uh, is different. Than it is now it doesn't have as much land space so i don't know if that means when he comes there there's not going to be as much land space as there is now or not but in any event that earth will heal it won't be taken away it will heal and become new again and this next painting shows people crossing over a river the thing of it is jesus said I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you will be also. So he has gone to heaven to prepare a place for us, and he will come and get us. And this shows the river of the Holy Spirit and the people walking into his presence because of this river of the Holy Spirit uh, and because of the work that we have done through faith and courage and through faith and love to meet him in this new heaven new place in heaven for us right you know that was a galilean tradition that when the bridegroom offered his cup to the bride to be and she accepted it they paid a dowry and then he had to go and prepare a place for her and once that place was prepared then the father would permit them to be married and it was the father who made the final pronouncement that it was the time for them to be married the the father of the bride would watch over what the groom was doing to prepare 
the place for her. And once he had prepared the right kind of home that he wanted for his daughter to live in, then he would say, yes, it's time for you to get married. This last painting is our very last painting we're going to talk about in the series. Okay. This is a, actually, this is a portrait of Jesus, and I, and I uh, painted it. And as I painted it, I had all these colors coming at me to do. So when I, the Father said to me, I want the portrait of Jesus to convey his life, his life of suffering and his life of the Holy Spirit. So the colors in the painting around him, his head, convey the, li the life of his suffering and the life of the Holy Spirit that he gave. He did that to bring forth the Holy Spirit. Yeah, there's some unique contrast because you got like kind of a darkish brown on the yeah. left side and then you got the lighter gold and blue on the right side. What's up in the upper right-hand corner? It's him as king. Oh, oh, okay. Spiritual yeah. king. Spiritual king. Not a military king, a spiritual right. king. In this fifth episode of our Testimony for Yeshua, we have presented Mary's paintings of her vision of a future for those who have accepted the covenant of Christ and God's Holy Spirit. We continue to declare that Yeshua was an innocent man and that he was not the Son of God. We proclaim that Yeshua was the Christ, the Anointed One, the one man in all of human history that God specifically chose to be the Messiah, and that the message of Jesus Christ has been to repent of sin and accept the second birth in God's Holy Spirit. Christ's message was not that he was the Son of God and everyone should worship him, because that is the blasphemous message of the Antichrist. Jesus was not God, and it is a sin to worship Jesus as though he were God, because there is only one God. Jesus was a man, a prophet, the one true Christ. There never has been any other man, nor will there ever be another man chosen to deliver the message of God's eternal truth of the Holy Spirit to all of humanity the way that Yeshua did it 2,000 years ago. In the final episode, I will present the prophecy in poetic format titled The Little Book, which will be available for further reading and review on the Polyette Lotion Publishing website. I invite our audience to visit the website, download any of the free materials, and consider purchasing any of the other items of art and literature available. Polyette Lotion Publishing is a non-profit corporation having the specific purpose of leveraging modern communication technology in arts, entertainment, and information for the benefit of a future-ready audience in order to disseminate the message of God's eternal truth. Our most sincere hope is that you have enjoyed learning more about the eternal truth, our testimony of Yeshua's innocence, and the visual arts available at the Gates Biblical Arts Museum in Stillwater, Oklahoma. I would also like to express sincere gratitude to my guest, the painter, Mary Haley, for providing access to this location for the production of this show and for participating in its production. I can tell all of you that this has not been easy for her, and there is not anyone involved in the production of this program who has not had a great concern for her well-being. I am grateful to the Lord for His continued support and assistance in all of what we have been able to accomplish in His name. Finally, I cannot end this show without expressing my gratitude to our production crew, staff, supporters, and audience. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.